Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Guys, it's always about ignoring the opinions of people who you should not be receiving opinions or any kind of advice from. You know, I was listening. Remember yesterday, in yesterday's podcast, I was, I was uh, listening to Shaq as he was doing a, a live interview with the Wall Street Review, Wall Street we Review, Fuck Journal, whatever, those assholes out there in New York. Anyways, <sighs> Shaq said he only listens to six people when it comes to feedback. Because there's so much criticism out there. There are so many people that want a say, although they do not deserve a say. They do not deserve an opinion. So he has a pillar of six people who he listens to, including his mother, his father, and a couple other people. I had no idea who they were. Probably PRs, right? And so that made me go back to a couple of things. And one is obviously family, and one's obviously co-workers. So I thought about it. I was having this interview because I sent him, uh, I sent my, I wouldn't even call him a boss. I sent this teacher at a time, um... An email, and it was a very, hey, oh, yeah, it was really, really good. I just, I boiled his, oh, it was fantastic. And he was like, oh, it was very upsetting. I was like, shut your punk ass up. What's upsetting is that you come down here. We already been through that. Now, let's let's just cut all that out. <sighs> I remember, he's like, uh, AJ, um, you know, if we ask all your colleagues and the other teachers around here what they think about you, what do you think their opinion is? I was like, well, first of all, I don't take opinions from over 50s who come here for sex with kids and older people and to marry a woman. That's number one. Number two, I'm too truthful for those motherfuckers. So because I speak the truth on such a scale, some people are unwilling to accept that truth. So personally, I can give a fuck about what these loser-ass foreigners say about me or think about me where I work. Let me run through some things. You had Doug. Doug was a neighborhood drunk. Doug was a guy that he went home every night and he hurry up and drank a couple of beers before he went home. This was on a nightly basis, he told me. So, okay, alcoholism, all right, no big deal. Oh, well, you know, a lot of people say, well, that's not technically alcoholism. All right, fuck it. He, he drinks 16, 16 little cans of beer a week. All right fantastic could be possibly more but nonetheless I remember his wife I looked at his wife and I'm like this is so odd and I felt his kids looked adorable they looked amazing and it looked like he was just never there for them and then his wife looked at me and she looked me up and down and I was like oh I already know what she's about so I'm like damn dude you came here and you married that no offense you made one two beautiful kids and I'm not gonna hold them against your sorry ass or your wife's sorry ass but you, you, oh my God, I just, I couldn't believe it. And of course him going around and making comments of, you, you know, making comments about girls under the age of 18. It just goes without saying that, hey, you know, I know what his agenda is. You had another guy, of course, the head teacher, the guy that actually said, what do you think? You're, 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 he married a woman. He has a farm, but it's his wife's farm. Everything he owns in this country isn't even his. It's his wife's. I don't know how long he's been staying here, but you've already gone through a completely dilapidated goddamn relationship out there in England. You're not even facing what isn't working. You're not even completing the past. So why the fuck would I listen to you? You had another guy. He escaped a bad marriage back home, and he has a girlfriend out here, and he bought a house, and it's just his girlfriend's house. He doesn't have ownership of the house, so if she wakes up one morning and says, fuck you, get out, 
he can't do anything. And the country will do nothing to help him. You're putting yourselves into this situation. I told you guys that I saw the story or I saw that teacher that I used to work with, uh, what, just a week ago on the train. Um, he's the one that actually talks a lot about girls between 13 and 15. He is probably, uh, you know, he's definitely a pedophile. Um, and I saw him being, what, 40 years old with an 18-year-old girl on the train. I don't know if they were friends or whatnot, but again, I just think it's all too weird that, you know, they were standing close to each other like that and all those other good things. Now, guys, I can keep going on and on and on. I mean, I could tell you about some of the really, really nasty human beings that I work with, but why the fuck would I give a, give a goddamn about their opinions? Yeah, huh, what do they think about me? Okay, Doug, let me see. What do you think about me? Oh, well, I think, I mean, what could they possibly even say about me? What could they possibly even say about me? Oh, uh, well, he talked about me on his podcast. That's probably the only thing, that's the only thing. I wasn't egotistical. I wasn't, I wasn't arrogant. I was definitely one of the most, per I am the most personable and charismatic human beings that, to ever grace that fucking company. So you can't say that I was a, an asshole like the other uh, stern face uh, peddling a goddamn illegal company with his, his, his very discreet wife, uh, the other Dutchman that I used to work with, and the other one. Of course, that was a neighborhood drunk and had a girlfriend at the age of 18 and he's 52. I'm just saying, I'm stating these facts. Now, let's go back to the country, the question. Why the fuck would I give a damn about people's opinions like theirs who have are who are already a stain in society today? Guys, when someone asks you that question, oh, what do you think your colleagues will think about you? I can give a fuck. A lot of people say, well, what is your eulogy going to say? Well, the eulogy is going to be way down, way, way down the road anyways. Now, if other people say, oh, what do uh, the people who are close to you, the people that you do podcasts with, what do they think about you? Well, I've actually had a lot of people say amazing things about me. As a matter of fact, I went to a little seminar at the beginning of March of this year, and I met very, very high ups. I'm, we're talking about ridiculously successful people in their you know, in their respect, in their uh, fields of endeavor. And this one guy, he's the manager of, I think, Pullman Hotel. And, you know, basically this little session was we had to go up to these strangers and tell them three things that we loved about them. And, of course, we were all in a room together. He came up to me. He's like, dude, what I love so much is this and this and this and this. Goddamn almost reduced me to tears. And I just met him that day. So those type of people, I'm going to listen. Again, I'm not going to bask myself in all the positive comments because you also need the dirt too. But see that right there, those are the people I would love to listen to. Not fucking foreigners who escaped a harsh and grim reality back in their countries to come here and take advantage of weak-minded ass souls. If you go up to my family, this is the second part. This is, this is You guys need to understand not to take opinion and always worry about what they might say or what they think about you or what their opinion... Fuck it. It's just an opinion. But do you know your core, your values, your everything and everything that revolves around you? That's the most important aspect. If you ask my brother, my entire family, the one word that will come out is selfish. It's funny. You guys are like, selfish? Well, yeah, I've had this podcast for three years. Going on four years coming up this uh, January. And I've had to pay $20 a month for those past four years for this podcast. Yeah, I'm selfish. I'm very selfish, I guess. 
You know, my ESL podcast. How much do I have to pay a month for that? $18. Oh, yeah, I'm very selfish. I'm giving out all this information for free, but I'm selfish. But if you say, okay, selfish about what? What is it? Oh, he doesn't want to give us money. Well, do you have money? Okay, okay then. Let's hurry up and figure this out. Now, the only time in the time that my entire family and everything had fallen apart, and that was when, again, my mother asked me for money. And I said, no, mom, I only make this amount a month. I can't send you a fucking thing. And it's for luxury. You have a car. I barely have any money. I should be asking you for money. I'm the fucking son. And so the relationships all completely fall, fell, you know, have fallen apart. Fantastic. Now, watch my success at a distance and don't ask me for a motherfucking thing. And so now I'm very, very grateful. I'm very, very excited about a lot of things that are happening right now because I understood that once I started ignoring the opinions and ignoring the noise, I was listening to T.D. Jakes. He's like a gospel, like, yeah, he's like a motivational speaker, but he, he is just phenomenal. And he said, you know what? People are going to be trying to shoot arrows at you, and they're going to they're going to empty their entire what do you call that? I don't even know what you call that, but basically the thing that the 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 attaché, the thing that holds all the arrows, they're going to empty that on you, and you should be excited because after all those arrows they shot at you, you're still standing, you're still strong. That's what this is. Those opinions, it's just fuck, it's just noise, and that's exactly what the coach who used to coach Jesse Owens right before the Berlin Olympics, all right, genocidal maniac, of course, Hitler, you guys know all that stuff. Uh, and he was like, hey, you know what? What the hell are you so worried? And he was telling him during the locker room after these, uh, of course, these Caucasians, called the African-American, a goddamn monkey. He's like, what are these monkeys doing in the locker room? The coach came up, and he went on to say that them football players were gorillas. And then uh, there was a shouting match, and then he was like, listen, you need to ignore everything. It's just... Noise, and he said it at such a loud. It was just beautiful. That's what you need to understand, guys. Know who you should take feedback from. If I send this podcast, and I used to send this podcast to another guy by the name of Nelson, who I no longer talk to because, oh, just weird. Um, how can I get feedback from him? And he doesn't have a podcast. He doesn't know how to speak. If I get feedback, I need to get it from people who have already been there and are doing it. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you have, a, if I have a podcast, I'm going to go to other podcasters and ask them, hey, so what do you do? How do you get feedback of this and that? I'm going to ask them. I'm not going to go back and ask my friend Andre in New York. Fuck no, he doesn't have a podcast with all due respect. I'm not going to ask all the wrong people. I'm going to ask the right people who are in the same field as me. Guys, that's what you should be doing. And so with that being said, guys... Take this with you today. Only accept the opinions. If you have to hear the opinions, no matter what, because of course mommy said this or daddy or this, listen to it, but don't let it affect the relationship. Know that, oh my gosh, she's talking a lot of bullshit right now. Or you could sit there and bask it and say, hmm, okay, she had a point there. But again, only give, only accept opinions that you know are very constructive, not destructive. So with that being said, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.